So welcome, gentlemen. Obviously, we have a flash boppy, the wing. Uh, we've got the Stefan Bortus, uh, the center, and uh, Gary or hardest van Yeden, um the lock for Madiba's rugby. Welcome, gentlemen, on the on the bench, warmer. Hello. Uh, thanks for having us, Jobs. Cool. Uh, let's start with uh, the forwards. Hardest van Yeden. Uh first year with uh, the Varsity Cup for the Madibas. Uh, unfamiliar guy with uh, with uh, within the enemy structures. Um, do you mind sharing a bit about yourself, uh, where you come from, uh, and what you're studying as well? Okay, so I come from, uh, originally I come from Natal. I was there at uh, Sorosley High School. Played a bit of rugby there, started off uh, on 8th man there. And then from there on, I actually went to Bloemfontein, studied there for five years. Um, got my educational degree and then I did my honours as well. And this year, I am currently doing my advanced uh, diploma in business studies. Okay, so it's a postgrad. So obviously you can play for another university. Yes, yes, that's right. um, um Cool. Um, then next we have a flash. Uh, first, uh, where did the name Flash come from? Flash. <laughs> from athletics because I was a sprinter there. Okay, so uh, obviously. Nice yeah. Now I'm listening. Carry on listening. Yeah, so I was literally like the fastest guy in the school. So that's where the name, the name came from. Okay, so um, Flash, you've obviously played uh, for Corsets Rugby and then obviously now with the Varsity Rugby. Um, do you see, obviously you took uh, the same journey as in Jabulo Tony. Do you see um, similarities between the two or any differences that you can tell from the two levels? No, there's a huge difference. Here, the, the levels are up high. It's not the same as uh, Corsets. Corsets, you could like practice, let's say, once a week and then go play and enjoy and was like every week so this one hey, even the bubble is tough because playing three three games in like in the space of like nine days yeah. so it's never tough cool um then last year, the, sorry what do you say you repeat it again it's physical as well yeah is it okay then next yeah. we have a uh, stefan portis uh, stefan obviously not uh you're familiar with the enemy rugby structures obviously obviously played club rugby with you 
But another thing that people don't know as well, you obviously were at the West Palms Rugby Academy. Um, do you mind sharing a bit about your experience uh, down in Cape Town for the Province Academy? Yeah, um, I enjoyed it very much there. Learned a lot of lessons and um, yeah, I enjoyed my time there. I also played by um, Hamilton's on a 20, so I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. Cool. Um, how does um, your, your roommate, Tatian Skitter, who is uh, also the fly for for you guys, mentioned the first the first uh, episode with you guys, mentioned that you can speak his course and uh, you've got uh, you've been teaching him how to speak his course. Do you have any, no, do you have any sentences? Do you have any sentences for us, please? No, no. I <laughs> know. Uh, I think he lied. I can speak a bit of Zulu because I come from from Natal, but uh, the way I don't think I can speak it anymore because I've been away for about six years. So you, do, can, you have, so you don't know how to speak Zulu at whatsoever. Yeah, I can. It's just, but it's uh, it's it's like. Just, just to say, I'm, um, hello, how are you? And that's it. So, so well, chef, well, go ahead, bro. The floor's yours. <laughs> well, I can just say, uh, so one now, and then obviously, you know, Gujan, and then obviously, you would say, Nyapila. <laughs> then uh, the basic forms of, of, of Zulu, you know, basic communications, and also to say, yeah. can you maybe just open the door or something, you know, the Fulisao or something like that, or Balisao. <laughs> Okay. So again, all right, all right. So the man is on point. The man is on point. Uh, Flash, uh, new coaching staff. Uh, what's it been like uh, with the new coaching staff? Obviously, you played a bit with with uh, Madiba's uh, rugby club. Obviously, got they got new coaches now. How is it like uh, coach being coached by the new new uh, coaching staff? No, I learned a lot of things on uh, this coaching staff. Like, yeah, a lot of I didn't know. Uh, like, I learned a lot of stuff. You know, so. To be honest with you, most of the things that they taught me, I didn't know, because I was just playing for the enjoyment, you know. Mm. So this coaching staff is quite experienced, and it taught us very well. Yeah, uh, Stefan, um, obviously you came in the later stages uh, for the for the NMU side um, in the Boston Cup. Do you feel that the side has improved in in a way? Let's maybe talk about the backline, because obviously you play centre for, for for the Madiba side. Do you think the the side has progressed? Um, as as time went on with with the bubbles, so the, obviously there's a third bubble that you guys are into now. Do you think the side has, has progressed a bit? Yeah, um, good. Um, I definitely think the side has progressed. Um, especially with um, defending our oh. uh, defense side, I think got much better. Mm. Uh, uh, Mr. Van Yeden, um the Fords yes. have has been uh, one of the. Let me let me be blatant, be honest, and it's just. The, for, the Ford's uh, department, or let me say scrums and lineouts, have been Achilles' heel for for the side. Um, what do what do you think the side can can do to improve in the last game, especially against UCT? A very clinical side. Um, they obviously work on the small stuff, and obviously for you guys for 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 set phases, like obviously you guys want to work on the set pieces. What can you do for the last game in order for you guys to improve? All right. All right, so obviously the, the guys uh, lost, uh, their phones died. So we've got another person's phone, Hardis' phone. So Hardis, obviously you heard the question, uh, so go ahead. Yeah, so for the set pieces going into the last game, I think we just need to focus on the small detail um, and actually just focus where we are struggling because obviously we know that we've been struggling with the scrums, especially with the scrums. Um, 
and I think we should just uh, come together as uh, accountability groups as well because we do have a few accountability groups within the team and um, decide what we're going to do as, uh, as, as a pack going forward. So I think we, we just need to go back to our basics and stick to that, whereas we, uh, I think currently we're just fighting our own, in the, our own individual battles within the scrum. So I think when, when we actually stand together as a team, uh, as a full pack of eight, then we're actually a very strong side um, and we actually could dominate, you know, the other teams or actually just get our ball back. And uh, the lineouts, lineouts, uh, we, we can definitely um, improve on that, but we do have a, a good, good um, a system that is in place because our coaches are definitely an experienced side mm. and uh, what they've learned us is is quite uh, remarkable because uh, especially for myself I'm not a I'm not a traditional lineup leader because I'm actually a flank um, and now I have to move to, to five block which is the lineup leader basically yes so it uh, for me it was I just had to adapt and um, play play accordingly as well and uh, do what they taught us yeah um yeah. Stefan, obviously you've played a bit in cape town you know uct rugby is 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 running rugby just a very flashy uh, type of rugby um what would you say is the is the strength of of the uct side and obviously you guys have identified as as their strong point and uh, a few um uh, any uh, weaknesses do you have you identified from the uct uh, rugby side of this year um i think they're quite good in throwing the ball around and um, they capitalize on teams' mistakes. And then, yeah, I think we can maybe dominate them by being a bit more physical. We can bring the physical game into play, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, Flash, um, obviously you, you're uh, out-and-out pace man because obviously you do, you do athletics. I just want to ask a personal question. Are you, do you perhaps, uh, have you tried out for, for the Olympics? I don't know. Um, obviously, we've seen new names there in, in the in the Olympics arena. No, I haven't tried that because I was not like in a professional setup yet. Okay. Because I was still uh, working towards that, but you now I decided no. Man. I also love rugby this year, so I should try it out. Cool. I'm still young. Um, Flash, um, what have you learned personally as well? Another personal question for what have you learned personally um, as as uh, as time goes on in your rugby career in terms of uh, playing winger and what have you learned from from all your coaches from from the past few years? Um, I learned like uh, an individual uh, skill is also important. Like like I'm specializing not uh, running around the guys. I, I like the space out wide, so yeah. they said I would like dominate on that and specialize. And also the weakness on my weakness, I must also like uh, make it stronger because. Like catching high balls and all that was like a huge percentage. I I couldn't do that. So now at least now they taught me those things. Mm. Um, Harris, you've obviously played a uh, uh, many of, uh, quite a few years in varsity varsity rugby, um, in varsity cup. Obviously now you guys lie at the bottom of 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 the of the log and in in danger of being relegated. Obviously it's a two year window. If you were the coach, or let me say you were one of the senior players and have a meeting with the, with the coaches, what would you suggest that going forward in order for you guys to come out of the relegation zone and become more competitive in the in the, in the next uh, Varsity Cup season? Well, if I if I had to suggest stuff, it would be to uh, form a whole new type of tradition 
whereas we all climb into one certain formula you know because there's always a formula to some somewhat of some someone's success and i think what happened to us now is we are failing at the moment but no one's story comes out as a great story without failing mm. so i think for now is we have to just learn out of what is happening now and we i think most of the guys this is their first i, I think against poker there was so many uh, people that had a debut so mm. i think they will actually realize what level we are at and we can see what level we should get at and just learn especially um what we've seen throughout the games what we can capitalize on what's our strengths what's our weaknesses obviously uh focus more on the weaknesses and just capitalize on all of the of the of the uh, learnings that we've we've, we've uh, received throughout this Boston Cup and um just try and get a, a good tradition going as well you know, a mm. winning tradition Yes. Cool. Uh, Stefan, um, last game against UCT uh, for the season. Um, do you possibly see an upset for you guys uh, against UCT? Because obviously, the, it, I mean, we've seen now with Marty's, they changed quite a bit in the side when they paid, paid you guys. Um, do you feel that you guys can can possibly beat? UCT? I mean, they're not in, anything's possible on the day. Do you feel you guys are realistic, realistically? Um, capable of beating UCT or will you guys be going for for maybe two bonus points with a losing bonus point and a, a four point bonus point try? No, yeah, um, folks, um, we definitely keep getting that first win. So we always go out playing to get the win and um, I definitely believe that we can do it. We must just pull together and believe and never give up. Eh? 100%. Uh, Flash, uh, you're quite big on, on the socials. Uh, for your fans out there, or let me say, you know, your your fans and the Mandiba's Rugby um, fans out there, and all the listeners on Mandiba's Rugby, do you have a message for all of them um, in order for like a message of, of of thanks and gratitude for all the support they give you guys uh, for all the for the past uh, season? I appreciate them so much because they are the ones who are like motivating me, giving me the messages, the like messages, and all that. I appreciate them so much. But one thing. We'll, we'll try and never disappoint them. Must just keep on supporting us. We'll try and beat them. Cool, uh, guys. Uh, thanks so much uh, for joining us on Madiba's Rugby and the Bench Warmer. Uh, good luck for your last game against UCT. Thanks, 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 Cobbs. Cool, cheers, so much guys. Time, bro. Cool, cheers, cheers. Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razmatas Mbawizi Fligile on Flick. You are listening to Madiba's Radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go. You're listening to Madiba's Radio, opening up the ways for you to be heard. So Zubair, thank you so much for joining us and um, for giving us your time. Tell us a little bit about um, what the camp has been like. You guys um, did your first training session, you completed your first training session yesterday. Um, what has that been like um, for the A-team getting into that first A-team bubble ahead of Zimbabwe? Um, yeah, it's been it's an exciting period for all of us. Um, obviously, a bit of a... a Preparation went into making sure that the, the environment is secure with regards to COVID and making sure that everyone's safe. Um, and then we had a, the first day we landed, well, I landed in, in uh, Pretoria was on the 
Tuesday, the afternoon, we had a bit of a Zoom call um, once you had been tested for COVID. Um, kind of got to just chat a bit, got, got the details and um, the measures put in place by the doc and uh, by Rian, the manager. And then yesterday, we had our first uh, team uh, training session, which was good. Um, obviously, we're going to have to be training quite hard over the next week. Um, but with that being said, obviously, just trying to also get to know each other more. We play for different teams domestically. Um, so to kind of ensure that the environment is a positive one and the atmosphere is a good one uh, to be in, um, we're obviously going to mingle a bit over the next uh, week and get to know each other. So by the time the tour comes, we'll be ready for it. Tell us a little bit about captaincy. Um, when you were told that you were going to be captain, obviously having had that experience and previously in, in franchise cricket, is it something that you welcome? Is it a responsibility that um, you might have expected? And is it something that um, you feel as though you can step into easily and readily? Um, I wouldn't say it was expected. Um, it's obviously an honor for me to be able to represent uh, my country in any way, shape, or form, um, and to be given the the role as as uh, the leader for this team is um, something that I definitely welcome, um, but was unexpected nonetheless. Um, and yeah, I suppose uh, captaining at, at the Cobras over the past season, I've learned a lot about not just how the games played, but also differentiation between game and uh, individual game and leadership. Um, so yeah, it's been a good learning curve for me and something that I definitely welcome. And it's an exciting challenge for me. I mean, fortunately, the squad is loaded with some regular international players that has a, quite a wealth of experience um, next to their names. And those guys will obviously um, be able to help out when there's tough times or there's um, tough questions being asked. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely confident that I'm able to uh, fulfill the role uh, to the best of my ability and confident that the team is filled with the leaders in their own right. Um, so yeah, definitely excited for the, the opportunity. The tour, the, the tour will start off with um, with one day games and then it'll move on to you know the the Red Bull format. Um, as you said, there's quite a bit of experience and quite a few um, Proteus regulars in in that one day squad. Are you are you quite confident of your guys' chances going into into Zimbabwe, especially considering that the Zimbabwe t A team has not played into hasn't played a single series since 2017 because of various reasons. Um, it's a bit of a uh, an opportunity for most players to do well this tour. Um, given the fact that uh, regardless of the opposition, um, we need to control what we can in our environment with, with regards to our own performances. And to be blunt, the, the goal of this tour is to, to win all the games, simple as that. And fortunately, as you said, we've got guys like Riza Hendricks, Dwayne Pretorius, Antile Pesquayo, um, to name a few. Uh, you could throw Yanaman Milan's name in the rat as well. Um, guys who've been playing regular international cricket of late. Um, and that experience will definitely show on the field, um, whether it be to help the guys that are here for the first time playing at this level 
kind of testing the waters to see what their capabilities are. Um, finding that balance between experience and the guys that are here for the first time is going to be important. Um, but yeah, I think the goal of the tour is to win all the games um, and kind of start uh, gaining some credibility next to the SAA team's name, team name. Um, over the past few seasons, we've had a couple of tough uh, tours. Um, so yeah, be that as maybe we can't underestimate any opponents, um, but we need to focus on um, our strengths and, and go from there. Um, as you as you mentioned, the the A team has had a couple of really tough tours, but um, especially when it comes to to the longer format, you've got quite a lot a wealth of experience when it comes to Red Bull cricket. Are you looking forward to playing the the longer format of the game? And um, do you still have ambitions to return into to return to the Test squad after Proteas? Hundred percent, completely agree with that. Um, Firstly, just to focus on my game as an individual. Uh, with regards to playing 40 cricket, it's an exciting format for me, and I feel like over the past two seasons, I've it's been, um, I would say, pretty under par for what I expect of myself. Um, so I'm looking to kind of get back on on, the, on that bandwagon and put in some solid performances, especially in the 40 and the longer format of the game. Um, and hopefully uh, earn another opportunity at the top. Um, but yeah, by no means expect the opportunity to just be handed to me. So just got to keep my head down and put in the performances. Okay. And tell us about the, the coaching staff. I mean, you guys had your first training session yesterday. Um, how did that go? And how are you? How, how's the team gelling with, with the coaching staff? And um, I know you said that, you know, the objective is to win outright and to, to be absolutely, you know, um, to, to be well-defined in that, in that space and, 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 clinical um how how has the how has the environment been um with that with that coaching leadership and how are you how are you enjoying them so far i think it's been pretty good so far um it was it was a good structured session uh and just quite specific um and and the goals of the session was pretty specific from the outset so um I'm excited. Uh, I think we've got a good uh, coaching staff uh, and support staff. Um, it's been, uh, with regards to the training session, it was high intensity, I suppose, for for a lot of the guys' first sessions back in a professional environment, if I could put it that way. Um, and yeah, I haven't, I've played uh, under Mali before um, and I've worked with him on my batting before and um, I like the energy that he brings and it's very um, kind of conducive to a professional environment. Um, so yeah, it's been good so far. It's been a lot of positive chat um, around the camp and um, I, I suppose it, it also comes down to just the type of people that's, that's in the squad and um, it helps the environment quite a lot with guys that are positive and, and hardworking. So, it's been good so far. 
with, and finally, without putting you on the spot, um, particularly when it comes to the longer format, um, who who are you looking forward to watch play? I mean, you guys have played against one another um, within the team, but some some players have have shown great promise in in the last couple of seasons. So when you have a look at your team sheet, um, are there any individuals that stand out that you would like some people to to have to to look out for um, ahead of this ahead of this tour? Um. So with regards to the SAA team and not the test team, right? Yeah, the SAA team. Um, with regards to the four-day squad, pretty much everyone really. Um, there's been a couple of guys that have been in and out of the test team that I that I would love to see do well again. Um, and then guys that haven't played uh, many SAA games, the likes of um, Eddie Moore. Tom Hendricks is in the side again. Um, Reynold van Tonde. There's a lot of guys that are that are really good players, and um, to kind of just share the successes on this tour and make it a successful tour for everyone would be incredibly uh, beneficial, um, just to me and most of us. Fantastic! Thank you so much for talking to me and for giving us time. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. You know, there are times where before you say something, you got to think hard and deep because there's a greater possibility, there's a reflection of either the psyche, the mentality, the character in the person, or it reflects a bit of background. And for fear of exposing where you come from, you think twice and consider perspective in your face in the in the olden days when jesus christ went on through his lessons he was never specific in his references he would always use symbols because whenever a symbol is used in a process where something has to be rectified none of us gets consumed if i were to refer to somebody who i would put it like that because i am but if i were not then I'll put it in a way that has respect in what I'm referring to. I hope you understand. I don't. The Stormers have been leading in the Morley and Scrum department this season. The squad was announced on they with returning boxing in the forwards. And those are going with a 6 2 split on the bench. Do you feel the game will be force orientated on their behalf, taking into consideration it might rain as well? Um, definitely. You know, they've got a good pack of forwards. Um, you know, as we saw in the Curry Cup, they were very forward orientated in, this, in the way they played. Um, and I think they're going to go back to that. Um, although they've won a couple of games, you know, you know, they probably see themselves as lucky against the Lions and probably want to tighten things up. And then I suppose what op prompted them to go that route would have been our display in the last 20 minutes against the Bulls, so they might see an opportunity there. Alright, and then uh, lastly, last week you mentioned Michael Zolima Pimpo was obviously not going to be available because he only arrived on Friday um, last week and had medicals um, on Monday in training this week. How has he looked at this week um, in training? Yeah, my pimpy has been amazing. Um, on and off the field, as you know, he's always in good nick. 
from a conditioning point of view, but the, the fact is that he hasn't, you know, played much and trained much. So, you know, it was good for him to get a full week of training in this week in preparation for his return, hopefully in two weeks' time. Thanks. John, just going back to the, um, to the, to the forward battle, uh, you obviously had to, to re-look at your, your loose trio. Um, I think you had a fair amount of options there. Just, can you just give your thoughts on, on why you went with the combo you have? Um, yeah, that was only one change. Um, you know, we've we've had to bring um, we had to bring move Henko to eight in place of um, Noche. Henko is the vice captain of the team, and he offers leadership. Um, and then a guy that's trained really hard over the last few weeks is Tembalani Bali. Um, so he deserves a start on on what he showed us at training. And um, at, and as far as his attitude's concerned, he certainly brings a little bit of physicality to to the loose trio. Um, and then obviously Sierra retains his place at six. And then on the changes, um, the second row, um, is that a rotational thing, JJ for women? Yeah, you know, JJ um, played in the first game um, and it is part of our rotation plan. Um, but JJ played in the first game and then, you know, LaRue Ritz has been with us for a while. He hasn't had much game time at the Sharks. So instead of having one guy on the bench for a, for a period of time, you know, we thought that, you know, changing JJ and letting him do some work, um, some extra work uh, around the conditioning would make him would make him better. And he's certainly benefited from that and he's in great nick at the moment. Um, and LaRue Roots has been on the bench for, for, for two weeks now. So it's good that we have a rotational switch there. Um, as far as Renil Ego concerned, you know, He's a catalyst amongst our forwards as far as the lineouts are concerned, um, and he's been on top of his game, so he retains his place. Sean, just going back to your uh, loose geo, um, can you just chat to us a bit about, well, first of all, I mean, what it means for Paul Sekabuza, obviously, with the, um, with the Lions tour coming up, but also it's going to change uh, your attacking dynamic a little bit as well, isn't it? No, it's not going to change our attack at all. Um, but yes, um, it's really unfortunate that Noche suffered such a severe injury. Um, I think when it happened on the field, no one would have thought that he would have ruptured his patella tendon. So yes, it is sad for him because he was a form number eight. You know, I suppose him and Dwayne would have gone head to head for that position for, for a test spot to start for South Africa. So it, yeah, it is devastating for him, but he's a positive guy. He's in a positive space at the moment. Um, he had successful surgery um, on Tuesday, um, and and he's very positive about it. So unfortunately, he'll be out for a while. Um, and we do have other options. Um, obviously, Pepsi Butelezi's done the job off the bench for us at eight, and he started at number eight in a couple of the preparation games. But um, you know, we're just opt- opting for a for a more experienced team against a very experienced Stormers pack on the weekend. Sean, sorry, just to stay with the news forward. Uh, would it have been an option to play Bolia number eight and Hinko on, on the flank? Yes, it would have been an option. Um, I, I suppose Hinko is just a little bit more explosive from him from the base of the scrum. Um, the other the other reason behind it is that, you know, when Hinko was at the Cheetahs, he excelled in the number eight position. He was probably one of the best players in the Curry Cup in that year in 2019. So, yeah, I suppose either way, we could have played C at number eight as well. So. Yeah, I think just, you know, as we are now, I think Henko's more suited to number eight and how we want to play. Just going back to the 
just going back to Mapimpi, uh, you mentioned he's obviously come back in good condition, but what was the feedback in terms of his experience in Japan and the, the quality of the competition? What, um, you know, just what's your, your thoughts on, on this sabbatical that he, that he took and, and the benefits that might have come from it? Yeah, I really enjoyed the experience, obviously, you know, to having different coaches and learning different things. Um, he's a guy that likes to learn every day that he comes to work um, um, and to training. Um, and he and he prides himself in learning and going to bed at night, having learned something new. So that experience was really exciting and enriching for him. Um, obviously, playing with the likes of TJ Perinara and and a different coaching staff, he has learned a lot. Um, he's got some really good ideas. Um, so he, he thoroughly enjoyed his time there, and and he's certainly been sharing a lot of, you know, info with us. I, I think you know one of the things that that he did say is that we don't play very differently to the other teams in Japan. Um, you know that just the detail within the in the model is slightly different, um, but he's always a guy with a lot of input to training and and in team meetings, and it's actually really a pleasure to have him back. Thanks, and Sean. You said um, was it two weeks until you're you're coming to him for selection? Um, well, we've got a bar next week while they're all away at the Springbok alignment camp, and on his return, he'll be up for selection. Sean, after considerable reflection about what happened in that Bulls game, obviously you're analysing the game. Um, your, your thoughts now that the dust settled, was it just a one-off thing that can happen in off day? Is it a, was it a train smash, easy rectifiable? Yeah, it is rectifiable. Um, you know, I think, you know, if you look at the first 40 minutes, I think we fired all the shots and I said that after the game. Um, you know, I suppose the disappointing thing is that we didn't knock the nail in the coffin at half time. We should have had a couple of tries, um, especially at line out time. We had opportunities down there, and you know we had we had a penalty advantage in front of the poles, and we kicked the ball over the top with an overlap. So a bit of decision making um, was a problem there. And I think you know had we had we converted maybe two of the opportunities that we had in the first half, you know we'd probably be sitting in the pound seats and having a different conversation. Um, but in the second half, you know, we started really well, and then you got to look and see where, how we fell apart. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, when they put their bench on, you know, we battled to to stop their physicality, and 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 they got ascendancy and they're driving more, which then we conceded penalties, which in turn led to defending another mall, You know, um, so I think our guys will learn from that from that experience. Um, we had youngsters coming off the bench compared to their two Springboks and the, the experience that they brought on in their loose trio. But yeah, we were disappointed how we fell off. Um, it wasn't a lack of effort. It, I think it was just our error rate was high. Um, we had we had line outs five metres from the trial line, the Bulls trial line when the score was um, 19-9, which we lost, which then turned into points for the Bulls. So yeah, it was a bit untidy um, and disappointing because I thought, you know, we had played really well in the first 50 minutes and I do know that the game's 80 and I, I expect our guys to be able to play for 80. So, yeah, we did a, we did a lot of um, reflection on the game and, and, you know, we had a good team meeting and unfortunately, you know, when you take a, when you take a beating like that, like we did at Loftus, it's never going to be pleasant, but, you know, truths are spoken and, and we learn from it and we move on. Um, like I said, after the game, you know, six derby games in a row is always going to be difficult home and away, sometimes you win away games, sometimes you don't. And, um, you know, credit to the Bulls, they squeezed us, squeezed us on Saturday night. We never got the counter-attack opportunities that we've had, the turnover attack. Um, 
So we had to find a way, and that was our line-out. And unfortunately, that malfunctioned, so we didn't have a source of possession to score points. John, just to follow on that answer, perhaps, is there then a need for the Sharks to put down a marker or rather to prove a point against the Storms this weekend following what happened this past weekend in Pretoria? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, this game can be personal, and I think, you know, the guys have taken a lot of criticism um, over last week's performance and um, it's almost as that everyone's judging the Sharks in one game. You know, people forget very quickly that we beat the same Stormers team down in Cape Town um, at, their, at, their, at their new and home venue. So nothing's changed. Our team hasn't changed. Um, you know, so yeah, we're expecting the same. We had an off day last week and we're looking forward to this battle. And, you know, we've been unbeaten at Kings Park for, for a year and a half now. So. Yeah, we're going to protect our fortress, and the guys are going to put it. We'll, we'll put it together on the weekend. Sure, can I just ask you? Um, obviously, the Stormers they've decided to to bring in a few experienced campaigners as well, like in the likes of Peter Stevatoy and 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 another Springbok in Marvin Ori, and other two changes as well. It seems like they're also coming to fight fire with fire. I mean, Durban speaking. Yeah, wouldn't you expect that in a derby? Um, you know, the the pack that they've selected um, for this week, apart from. Um, Skar and Tabeni and Nama Klaba, um, it's very much the same that what we faced in, in Cape Town. I think the backs are almost identical. So I think, you know, obviously last week they had to rest some of their players. Um, Peter Steph de Toy came back and had two games in a row and played 80 minutes in each game. So they probably felt that he needed like a rest. But I think they were always going to come to Durban after those after that first loss to try and get revenge and obviously get their campaign on track to try and compete for a final. John, uh, back to your team uh, a bit. Uh, Marius Lowe is starting uh, for the first time in what feels quite a long time. Um, what are you expecting him to bring on, on Saturday? Yeah, you know, Marius unfortunately got injured in the last game in the preparation series with quite a serious AC um, injury. Um, and he's taken a bit of time to get back. Um, so he wasn't up for selection for the first week and then that you know the team really did well but yeah we got to get marius um up and running um so we've decided to start with them i think with marius you know you get a lot of work rate out of him jeremy also works hard mario marius brings a little bit of a different energy where you know his second efforts at the breakdown are really good his breakdown works outstanding He's, he does tend to steal a lot of ball um but yeah, for, for, for us, you know, it's just great that Morris is back after after quite a serious injury. Sean, young again. Um, how significant is uh, being top of the log or uh, finishing first and, and playing in a potential final afterwards for you guys? I mean, uh, John yesterday suggested that uh, reaching the final is not that significant, uh, but I mean, how important is it uh, playing in a potential final, and what does it mean this week and last because it's such a short competition? Yeah, well, I, you know, I said all along that you know we played in Sigara and Karikas before, and we know the pressure that's on there to win every single game because you can't afford to drop, and when you do, you're under pressure. So you know, we put ourselves in this position by not winning at Loftus, but in saying that. You know, not many people would have expected the Sharks to go six out of six. So what we've got to do now with our two remaining home games is make sure that we win those. But to get to your point about the final, everyone wants to play in a final. And what a great experience it would be to travel to Europe to play the best that they have to offer. Um, it will certainly do well for us going into a European competition later in the year. Um, it will give the guys a lot of experience. 
and and an idea of what they have to face and and it will also give us a bit of a measure of where we are at going into a competition of that stature so yeah i think everyone wants to win this competition the players certainly want to have that that experience and and you know we i think we were a bit for, unfortunate to to not win the curry cup final um you know that would have been the cherry on the cake for us but it wasn't to be the guys fought really hard and and i think it'll be just reward for them if the, if they're able to finish on top of the log in the rainbow cup south africa any further questions just a quick one navash yes go ahead greg sure i was just wondering with uh, you know obviously you've got a lot of guys in in the national camps and uh, likely to be involved with the box what sort of communication have you had from you know Rossi and Jacques in terms of your your players of national interest and you know has it influenced anything with regards to how much they want you to play them or or maybe not play them and specifically with regards to Kelisi uh, is the intent just to continue getting him up to speed with as much game time as possible yeah i think it you know for a galaxy um you know it's been really good for him to get four games in a row you know he hardly had that over the last well since the world cup i suppose you know at at the stormers so it's good for him and every game that he plays he gets better um i suppose that does assist with the with the springbok preparations and and with their selection um but getting back to that yes we are we are trying to manage the loads of the players on their behalf um you know sabu and corsi um has rested so is jaden hendricks uh, and and Sanella rested the first game so they've been involved since then so there could be some rotational changes going forward You're asking what's happening It's 
arguments But she sips a Coca-Cola She can't tell the difference yet She can't tell the difference yet She can't tell the difference yet She sips a Coca-Cola She can't tell the difference 